On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Ace, uh, 6.49 Monday morning. A little sunshine just in time to spend a few minutes with uh, our own ray of sunshine from the La Crosse County Health Department, Jen Rombalski. Hey, good morning. Oh, thanks, Mike. Good morning. How are you today? I am well, and uh, happy Easter Monday. I hope you had a decent mm-hmm. weekend, kind of weird, but uh, but still a decent weekend. Odd. Yep. And so there is good news. There is a, a ray of sunshine out there, at least in the short term. We had no new cases uh, to report in the last 24 hours. Yeah. That's uh, What does that say other than literally no new cases in the last 24 hours? Does it tell you anything else? Well, you know, so we had one new case added on Friday, and then no new cases added Saturday and Sunday. We did have one individual who um, was in the hospital over the weekend, Um, but everyone seems to be doing okay. I think, you know, what this tells us is that, you know, because we get to kind of see the behind the scenes with the investigation process, um, we know that there are lots of contacts, you know, still people who are not being tested. So while we don't have cases that are lab confirmed, you know, we certainly have individuals who have been exposed and we're in contact with them and making sure that they're staying in isolation and quarantine if appropriate. Um, And, you know, so there are other individuals out there besides just these numbers, so keep that in mind. But um, the fact that we don't have other lab confirmed and we don't have people who are severely ill and we, we have 17 who have recovered from this is good news for us. And we continue to just sort of plot along on this um, sort of low, uh, low curve that we want to sort of extend out and be low and have just, you know, ones and twos cases coming in at a time. So that's what we're looking right. for. Well, and does that tell you anything about the, the potential for a surge in western Wisconsin since the cases are coming slow, so slowly? Is, is our, our tsunami wave only going to be this big and not so scary as it is in other communities? Well, it's a great question, and I get that question a lot, Mike. And I think um, what what makes me, you know, it makes me think about how when the Safer at Home order came into place in Wisconsin, that it was just the right timing when we had lots of cases coming up in Madison and Milwaukee and other areas in the southern and southeastern part of the state. And if we would not have done the Safer at Home order at that time, we didn't have a ton of cases here yet. Uh, we don't want to wait until we have a ton of cases to have that to- sort of statewide approach happen. So I just continue to encourage people not to get complacent that this tells us that the social distancing things that we're doing are working. Um, and it was tough over the weekend, wasn't it, not being able to be with family. I, I experienced the same thing. It was the oddest Easter I think I've ever had. Um, but we were able to, to do some apples to apples and hang out within the household and um, try to make it fun for the kids. And um, But, you know, we just can't get complacent here with thinking, oh, we're good, and let's go ahead and, you know, go back to normal. It, you know, we have to we have to stay the course. Well, and, and how do you explain that to people? Uh, many of my own listeners uh, are ready to reopen the country uh, or even reopen uh, the, the state because look at our numbers. We're good. We are good. What do we have to have? Zero? We have to have less than zero? Let's get this country rolling. Uh, pretty difficult to do in sections, isn't it? Or or maybe not. I don't know. 
Yeah, so I actually just read a really interesting article out of Houston, Texas, um, and it talked about five phases of of what we might see here. So the first phase we're already through, which was called containment, and that was really, you know, when we began stopping the influx of individuals from other countries. Um, and then the second phase we're in now, which is mitigation, where we're continuing to work to slow the spread in our communities. The third phase will be between when we decide to reopen the country and when we get a vaccine. And so that's really critical as to when we decide it's it's okay to, to restart um, the economy. And, and that really should be when we have more lab testing. Um, and we're getting closer to that, but we're not there yet. Um, and even in that phase, when we may no longer be under a safer-at-home order, we're still going to really need to maintain the social distancing and the hand-washing and the not-touching-your-face. Um, so, so it will not be life as normal um, until we get a vaccine and some treatment protocols that can support individuals. Until then, we still have people who are dying in our state from this, from this virus, and we need to, we need to take that seriously. Sure. And I get that. And I'm sure that the follow up question you hear as often as not is every year that we haven't had COVID-19, we've had hundreds, if not thousands of deaths from influenza. And uh, we still had restaurants open and churches open and uh, grocery stores with people who didn't look like they were uh, masked robbers. Uh, when will that kind of reopen the country, reopen the state, reopen the country, allow some business to get back to normal with precautions? Yeah, and I've been talking to businesses, actually, um, and I know our staff has been, too, and, and it is just this delicate balance of figuring out when is the right time for us to be able to do that. And again, I think we need to be a little closer to when lab testing capacities increase. And, you know, when people compare this to influenza, initially we were comparing it to influenza, but now, you know, the deaths that we've had, um, you know, this is this is being compared to the 1918 influenza as opposed to the general seasonal flu. Um, and that's because of how it's uh, been worldwide and really hit home on the on the coasts of our of our country. Um, so this is really a serious virus that we are continuing to learn more about, um, and we've really got to get to a place where we have um, better ways to treat individuals and to help them through this so they aren't hospitalized and dying from this virus. Looking forward to what, what could be a real crazy time of unregulated blood tests creating confusion uh, and making life more difficult for you and other health officials. I bought a test at the store. I took the test. I I am safe. I am good. So is my entire family. So we're not staying at home anymore. We're, we're headed out, says thousands of people potentially statewide, yeah. maybe nationwide. I don't know how widely uh, available these unregulated blood tests will be, but you know as well as I do, unless they're just cost prohibitive, everyone's going to buy one. Everyone's going to take that test and make their own medical determination. Then what? Yeah, you know, I think I, I think that's that's this very tenuous time that we're going to be coming into here. Um, you know, we're getting impatient with staying at home. Um, we want to be out and about. We don't see the case numbers high. Um, it makes us feel safe in public health. We 
you know, we look at the risks and we try to identify what the science has available. Um, and it's tough because, um, you know, we're still learning about this virus. This virus is in charge. Um, we're not in charge. And so I think, you know, we have to continue to do our very best to figure out what evidence we have and make the best um, recommendations going forward. And you're right, there will be a time when we will be able to come out of our homes and we'll be able to, um, you know, go back to shopping and and working and having businesses open. But again, during that time, we will still have to be precautious and and making sure that we're washing our hands and that we're um, keeping our distance where necessary um, because we just don't know um, how this virus is going to, um, how it's going to work, even as the weather warms up, even though there's snow on the ground today. Um, But, you know, we just have to, this, this next several weeks to a month or a little bit more even, um, we're going to be really, really needing to work together to make sure we don't move too quickly, because if we do, we'll see a second surge in cases. So I'm curious, did you just say or did you just think that we'll be on lockdown for the next several weeks or a month? You know, I want to I want to have the the listeners that you have, Mike, be prepared for that. You know, we are going to be um, at least for another week and a half here on under the safer at home order. I don't want to be surprised if we get an extension to that order. Again, we don't want to move too quickly. We will get more cases if we do. Um, we have to be patient. This isn't going to be for forever. Um, but I do want to be preparing for um, if it does get extended. We've seen Minnesota go now until May 4th. Um, we, you know, there are projections about when our, our actual peak may come in Wisconsin. And if we open it up too soon, we have people who move about, not just in our community, but across the state and across the nation. And we will see additional exposures and more cases come and we'll have a second surge. Um, so we have to do that carefully. And um, I just don't, I want to have the listeners be prepared for if there is an extension. I don't expect that to be another month or two, but I don't know that the peak is going to happen this week, um, as some of the models has indicated. I think it could be another couple of weeks before we see a peak in the state. So, um, and, and also thinking about what's happening in the country. So just be prepared. It'll be great if it gets released sooner. Let's keep in fact, keep in mind that uh, that that possibility is out there. 